This week's episode of North Forker Presents On is brought to you by North Forker TV, now streaming at northforker.com. North Forker TV is a new long-form monthly video series developed using our slogan of eat, drink, live, and breathe. The 21-minute first episode includes segments on the Eight Hands Farm food truck and backyard vineyard manager Steven Scarnato of Long Island Vine Care. We also challenge the owners of three local bars to make a cocktail using apple brandy to see what they could come up with on the spot. And our videographers film the same sunset from three different beaches, so you can watch the sun fall into the sound from three of your favorite vantage points simultaneously. We also filmed an apple cider donut taste test, flew a drone over an empty pumpkin farm, and we made Halloween Fest on October 27th in downtown Riverhead at our event pick of the month. Like our website, this podcast, and our print magazine, North Forker TV is a celebration of the North Fork and all the things that make it a special place. North Forker TV is made possible thanks to advertising support from Fisher's Signs and Shirts, Green Hill Kitchen, Raphael Vineyards, Cheese and Spice Market, Tanger Outlet Center, and Century 21 Albertson Realty. North Forker TV, the first episode now streaming only at northforker.com. Welcome to another episode of North Forker Presents On. This week we are talking about Halloween. Yeah, that's spooky music. <laughs> I'm joined uh, this week by my colleague, Saria Torres. Happy to be here. Yeah, Saria, what is your title? Let's give a title for you. I am the production manager. I think more specifically, the advertising production manager. All right. So, you know, you're on the sales side of things. Uh, so, I am. Yeah, I try right. to keep everybody in line back there. All right. Well, this week we're talking about Halloween. I wanted to have you in because, um, you know, I, Halloween for me has become, I'm at that age now. Well, we're the same age. Right. Um, and, you know, but I'm at that stage. You had your kids a little younger than me. I did. I'm so, pretty much done. Yeah, so I need a veteran to talk to me. I'm at that stage now where Halloween becomes about my kids, you know? It's not about, like, going out to the bar. Um, totally. I think it's always about the kids, which it should be, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I'm going to have Michael Versandi in later, and I know it's about adults with him. For sure. Uh, the guy is, like, you know, a giant child. He loves <laughs> Halloween still. He's Yeah, like, he kind of is, in the best way possible. Did you yeah. see all the props in the back? Oh, yeah, they're getting ready for the coffin race. Yeah, and he's, like designing a lamppost in downtown Riverhead for Halloween, and he's been bringing in booberry cereal. And <laughs> he did. So he's got like a real Halloween There were several, several choices of Halloween-themed cereals going on at the coffee machine. Yeah, it's getting, getting a little crazy, so we're going to bring him in. I think he's an expert, but you know, I wanted to talk a little bit about doing Halloween out here as a mom, as a parent. Okay. You know, your kids are a little older. They are. Isabel is 18. And she will be up at college this year for Halloween. Okay. Um, so I think I'm, I prefer not to hear anything about it. I'm just going <laughs> to yeah. leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ava is 15. Um, and every year for the past few years, she says she's not going to dress up. Then she is, then she's not. And then she ends up leaving the house at some point to go hang out with her friends dressed as something, but it never really quite makes sense. Yeah, she's not, like, planning out and organizing the costume. It's a last minute, like, having regret that she didn't participate. Exactly, which actually is my favorite part of Halloween now, because I don't like planning. <laughs> <laughs> I know. 
<laughs> well, see, I don't have to worry about it that much in my house because, I mean, you know my son Jackson a little bit. He's he, he's the kind of kid who wears costumes like every day. Yes. Uh, which for me, it's more like he buys the costume in like August. Loves it. And, and then probably has a meltdown on Halloween well, or no? I'm trying to keep him from so that he's not wearing it every day. Right. So he doesn't get bored with it. and Yeah. So that's been kind of driving me a little nuts. Um, he's... Um, He's going to be Batman this year. Good choice. It's a classic. It's a classic. It's a classic. And, you know, he got it from Costco. You know, at Costco, they have the, um, like, really, like, it's much better than when we were kids. Oh, for sure. Like, it's not like the mask that you breathe into or, like, you sweat. Yeah, like, I'm not even entirely sure it's not whatever Ben Affleck wore on the set of the latest (laughs) Batman movie. It's, like, that quality. Like, some special effects guy designed it in mass for Costco. Um, it might be that good Kirkland, for Jackson. That Kirkland brand, you can't beat it. <laughs> you cannot beat Kirkland. Um, but uh, he, uh, so he's wearing that, and um, my daughter uh, Nora. I, I should remember my daughter's name, right? Well, um, you know, I was going to say Vera. That's what <laughs> <I meant. laughs> uh, my daughter Nora is going to be Elena of Avalor. I have no idea what that is. Okay, and it's Disney's uh, Princess Elena. It's uh, a spinoff of Sophia the First. Again, I'm at a loss. That's great. I can't can't wait to be at that stage where I don't have to be locked into what's going on on Disney. Yeah, it's pretty enjoyable. It's also enjoyable because then when you see the kids and they're dressed as something and you have no idea what it was, one of my favorite parts is listening to them explain it yeah, yeah. <laughs> and their cute little voices. And you still kind of walk away not knowing anything and feeling very, you know, apart from it. But um, yeah. it's super cute. Yeah. Um, and so they're both excited. They've been wearing their costumes a little bit. They've, it's kind of died down a little. So now we got, you know, a couple weeks to get them back into it. You know, like, mm-hmm. like you said, you get you, they get sick of Halloween before it even gets to Halloween. They definitely do. Yeah. I don't miss the sort of crying over regret of what they chose the day of when, Mm. you know, and I think everybody out here can relate, you know, there's not that many options to run out and help them change their mind very close, Yeah, you know, by, so. You know what else is weird about Halloween, how it's changed since we were kids? Like, correct me if I'm wrong, if you had the same experience growing up elsewhere from where I grew up, but for me it was, Halloween was on Halloween. If it was the weekend, whatever, it was the weekend, you waited a little bit, then you went out trick-or-treating. But it was generally, it was a weekday, you went to school, you went trick-or-treating in your neighborhood, maybe you threw some eggs or whatever as you got a little yeah. older. I mean, I'm not going to pretend like I didn't yeah, partake in a little of that. Yeah, got a little out of hand sometimes. Yeah, it got, got out of hand. Sure. Um, not that I condone or endorse that. I uh, don't want to, you know, upset anybody. Definitely but do not, not. You know, eggs are for eating. Eggs are for eating. It's a bad idea. Shaving I, cream is for shaving. I would say I definitely partook. I was very careful not to destroy anybody's property. Yeah, toilet papers. Well, we don't have to get into what toilet papers for everybody. <laughs> but um, you know, uh, we, you know, it was a one day thing. Yes, Halloween for sure. Now there's parades. There's safe Halloweens. There's Halloween like. I got requests from both grandmas that Halloween's got. My mom made her own plans that she's picking my kids up from school that day before I get home from work and doing her own thing. Oh, wow. I know they're going to want to go to the other grandmas. Um, That's a lot to to get in, to fit in. And then, yeah, Halloween's a whole whole month now. It's a whole thing. Now I'm like, do they need multiple costumes? I hope not. 
I'm not down with that. So they can just, it's fine to just for the uh, eight days of Halloween to have the same outfit on every day? I, I would handle it that way. Okay. Yeah. See, I just, I need, sure. this is why you're here to counsel me on this sort of thing. Well, yeah. I mean, there have been plenty of Halloweens in my house, and it's a lot to, you know, everybody, it's not just their costumes. There's always some type of accessory and whatever they're carrying to keep their candy in. And I don't think that I really have the patience for a lot of choices in costumes or multiple costume changes. Yeah. All right. That's good. That's good. Um, so Halloween for you. Now, as a parent, I'm not getting dressed up myself for Halloween. Did you, when your kids were getting dressed up, when they were younger, when they were, say, my kids' age, my kids four and two, did you wear a costume as well? Absolutely not. Okay. I wore a costume maybe if I was invited to a Halloween party, mm-hmm. um, but I am not trick-or-treating in a costume. I give a lot of credit to the moms who do and the dads. I think it's really adorable, I think, yeah. that it shows a lot of dedication. Yes, so we don't want to discourage people from doing no, it. No, absolutely nice. it's not. not. I think it's so cute when I see it. I, I really envy the moms who have that kind of, you know, mm-hmm. sort of energy and patience. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it's, not, we it's did not a happened few, at my house. We did a few years ago, I think it was two years ago, we did the Greenport Parade, which we should give a yes. plug for that. Um, we should, because it's really cute. It is really cute. And I think it's the same this year. Let me see. I think uh, Mary Beth Phillips actually sent me over the details, so I, I think can pull that up. Yeah. It is um, parade route from Floyd Memorial Library to Mitchell Park, Haunted Maze, Dog Agility, and more begins at 10 a.m. on Saturday, October 27th. That is the March of Goblins and Hounds. That's the same day as the Riverhead Parade. So you can actually, that's kind of a and cool move. And I think Southwold PTA do does one too, but I'm not sure what time that is. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you could really do a whole North Fork. Yeah, now, I don't know if they're doing, it doesn't look like they're doing the free carousel this year. They're not promoting that. Oh, Wasn't that when they did the free bad. carousel? Yeah, my kids were really lucky because they were little when there was the carousel. There was uh, somebody organized um, a truck filled with hay and drove around. We did a haunted mm. jailhouse. Sh- we should say you live in Greenport. I so. live in Greenport, yeah. yep. And they also did um, the miniature train, which I believe Rotary oh, is working yeah. to bring back. That's going to so be awesome. And so it was haunted. My kids loved that. That was yeah. definitely a really cool highlight. Um, so it is sad that it's not around anymore, but I'm glad that they're working on it. And mm-hmm. you know. But when we did the parade a couple of years ago, we did a theme costume. So this is the last time I didn't dress family. up last year. Um, yeah, I was Gru from Despicable Me, uh-huh. and I bought the creepiest looking <laughs> Gru mask ever. Maybe we put in a photo on this post <laughs> on our website uh, so people could see. It was really creepy looking, and I even like when I first when it first came in the mail, I was like, I went outside and like I put it on and then like knocked on the window oh, while Vera was watching TV <laughs> so she'd turn around and see that <laughs> creepy face. Um, I was that, and then Vera and the kids were all minions. Very so cute. So Gru and his minions. And I like that. I got to say, it was a big hit down in Greenport to this day. Oh, you were the guy who was Gru. <laughs> <laughs> People remember us from that. You yeah, know, you grew I bet. And the minions. I bet. So that was a success. Do you have any favorite costumes you ever wore? Um, no. 
No. I'm not really a costume person. Probably yeah. the worst person about, to talk to Halloween. What about for your kids? Did you have a year where you kind of went all out for them? Yeah. Or? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, Ava's had some really great ones. She really embraces her characters. So she's done um, A Dead Bride. She's done um, a, a Day of the Dead. I, I can't think of the So this is good. I like this. It. So you're going a little more like horror themed, more of a haunted. Like that to me is what Halloween kind of. For sure. Should be. Yeah. It gets a little more like my kids just want to be Disney characters, and I, I embrace that. I'm fine with that. Like, I want them to be what they want to be. Yeah, yeah. When um, they were little, we did, like, really cute ones. You know, they um, – I'm going to say there was – their first Halloween, Isabel was a witch, and Ava was her little uh, black kitten. There you go. Very cute. Yeah, nice. Um, I, yeah. I like that, The when you theme it together. Yeah, I definitely – themed them as long as I could. And then, mm-hmm. you know, at some point, Disney wins out. Yeah. I yeah. remember one year we were going to be, um, well, v- Vera was going to be um, Juno. And she even bought a pregnant <laughs> belly. Yeah. And then she ended up, like, chickening out on it. I like that. And, um, yeah, so she was going to have that. And, you know, it was like, not, you know, maybe a couple years after that movie had come out. And then I was like, oh, maybe I should be Paulie Bleeker. But, like, the short shorts that he wears and the track <laughs> outfit, I don't know if I could pull that off. Nobody wants to see I that. I would be pretty brave of you. Yeah, so I, I couldn't do it. Um, I don't even think she wanted me to piggyback on her costume <laughs> anyway. Like, yeah, this is mine, all mine. Get yeah. out of here, Grant. <laughs> but uh, I was just, like, desperate for ideas. Yeah, I've kind of... I've kind of given up on the costume the last couple. Last year we were gonna, we had thought about maybe continuing the theme, and the plan was to be the Incredibles. A girlfriend of mine, and I'm a pretty good Mister Incredible. Yeah, definitely. I can pull that off, right? One hundred percent. But um, the reason I couldn't pull it off is all those costumes are like those, like one size fits all. Like (laughs) there should be an asterisk. One size fits everyone but Grant. (laughs) Yeah, I'm long torsoed. (laughs) Exactly. I'm, I'm like a. Double extra large T, you know, and it's that's they're not yeah. the Halloween stores aren't selling that. But that is one you really could do on your own. I mean, you could really you could find know. some red pants. Something tells me the Ralph Lauren outlet has Ralph Lauren <laughs> has like, red pants. Polo, Mister Incredible. Like, <laughs> yeah, you'd be designer, Mister Hampton's Mr. Incredible. incredible. <laughs> oh, for sure, you yeah, could totally like, do it. Uh, like sherbet colored shorts, Mister Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That might be taking it too far. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like, but uh, yeah, we so we couldn't pull that off, and Jackson was a little disappointed. And then he pulled an audible, and he was he wanted to be, and he doesn't even watch this show, but for some reason, uh, Ninjago. Okay, I've definitely heard that name. He wanted to be Sensei Wu, which is the mm-hmm. Sensei, and it's yeah. like you know, it's a little like like maybe a little offensive that he was in that costume. Like it's, you know, like the traditional sensei with the Fu Manchu oh, and like right, the right. white. And, you know, we had to put him in like a gi and it was like, uh, it was it was a little bit of a weird I costume. Mean, so it'd be pretty funny. I'd like to see the photos. Yeah, I think we actually just, yeah, we, like we decided it was like, we didn't want to put it, it on social much. media and have somebody just be like, you know, this is yeah, offensive. Of so we just like kind of. But we didn't want to tell him no. He couldn't be what he wanted to be. Of course. Well, that's what's tricky. It's you yeah. know they want to. They're just coming at it from their innocent point of view of like this is so cool. I want to look like this person. You know. Yeah. And Nora was only like not even two yet, so mm-hmm. she was still on the like let's just go to Walmart and get something quick phase. Slap something on there and call it a day. Yeah. Sometimes that's what you got to do. So now she wants to be a 
Princess Elena. I, I think that'll be good. Um, you know, I, I'm looking forward to it. Tell me a little bit about trick or treating in Greenport. How did you guys do it? Was it where? Where's where's the money spot? Where are the people who um, haven't been to? Uh, yeah. Well, my heart goes out to the folks who live in the Cedar Fields community in Greenport. They must have to stock up big time because I don't know of anywhere else in Greenport that gets such a huge amount of people trick-or-treating. I think the entire town, including some of Southold, and I'm sure it likely extends all the way out to, you know, Orient, Everybody is trick-or-treating in Cedar Fields. And it's basically one big loop, um, which is perfect for the parents because you yeah. can kind of let your kids run ahead and you don't have to really worry too, too much. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, the cars so are parked up kids? and down Main oh, Street. Man. and I've Yeah, that's where I tef- definitely took my kids. I have had the first... I actually moved into my house on Halloween 10 years ago. Fun fact. And, yeah, and... One, per- I got home from the closing and there was like, I was pulling up and I actually was kind of prepared because we, we had already started to move stuff in before the closing because the people were out already. Mm-hmm. And um, I came in, like I pulled up and people saw me and were like, hey, and like flagged me down and came to the house. <laughs> and I, I was prepared. I had candy for them. Nobody came again until like maybe last year. One person came up to the door at like 830 at night. And I was just so unprepared. I hadn't bought any candy. So yeah. I just reach into Jackson's stash. <laughs> and here you go. And he was like, what is that? That's yeah, my candy. You know? Don't worry. It was just like, it was the wasn't bad the candy. good stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, what do you, do you, now do you pick at the candy the kids bring home? Oh, definitely. What do you, what's your go-to on Halloween? Oh, uh, probably Milk Duds. Oh, Milk Duds. Yeah. I the little miniature that. boxes. Oh, they really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm more of a, you know, I like the kind of, the mainstream Snickers. I got a little guilty pleasure for uh, Butterfinger. Oh, yeah. I feel like I'm not supposed to like Butterfinger, Butterfinger. but I do. Why not? I really like Uh, Butterfinger. I don't know. Like, I feel like that's not a sophisticated uh, taste, but I do. I don't think you're giving it the credit it deserves. Okay. Butterfinger. Yeah. You're giving the okay to Butterfinger. I'm giving the okay to a Butterfinger, for sure. All right. And then, um, now... With my kids, what's an appropriate amount of candy to allow them to eat? Oh, well. Because when I was a kid, my mom used to be like, don't eat it, but then I would still like sneak it. Oh, And for I would sure. break out in hives because I would eat so much of it. <laughs> so I'm trying to avoid that. Like, I literally would be like, just would look like, you know, my face would turn red. Yeah. No, I'm definitely the pushover mom. I, I do more of like the sort of trick them into it and try to convince them that they're going to want to have candy in a couple weeks, mm-hmm. you know? So I That's sort of good. do like the mind game of if you eat it all, you won't have any in two weeks and you're going to be really sad. But if you have a little bit now, it'll last you. That sort of worked. I mean, they definitely hid candy in their room. Mm-hmm. There was a bit more of the stealing of each other's candy, uh, okay. the sibling rivalry kind of thing. Now, and when is it an okay time for me to take candy away from my kids and bring it here to the office and put it on Karen Kine slash Terry Stevenson's desk. Right. Well, you do have to be careful with that. I would do like a little skim each day. That was that oh, was yeah. my sort of, yeah. Yeah, because at they some don't point I got to take it away, but I don't want I the total mean, tantrum coming right. in, you know, and donate it here so that, you know, we can 
have our we can all enjoy sugar it. breaks. Yeah, I, I'm I'm excited about that because I doubt any I candy say, is showing up to my house. I don't know if we need it here anymore. There's so much food around this place. All the, I don't know what's Always. going on. Why, like, it's really become a thing that there is just, I think it has to do with V a little I bit. I was just going to say, if but you're going to talk to V today, then I think you have to bring it up with him. There is nonstop cakes and pies yeah. and... It's gotten really out of hand here. It is out of hand. I mean, we're lucky to live somewhere where there's really good stuff out there, and it's pretty close by and accessible, so I'm going to kind of blame that, yeah. um, although I don't think that V picked up Monster Mash cereal or whatever it was <laughs> that, <laughs> that was out there from a farm stand or a bakery. All right, so your kids, one is at an age where you don't even want to know what she's doing for right. Halloween. Right, The other is at an age where she doesn't want you to know what she's doing for Halloween. 100% So correct. what are you going to do for Halloween? Um, pour a glass of wine and enjoy the fact that I don't live where kids want to trick-or-treat. <laughs> no, that's a lie, actually. My nephew is two, and um, of course I think he's the cutest thing ever. He is cute. I have seen him. He's adorable. He's really cute. He's really funny, and he's going to be a pirate. And so I'm likely to find out where they're going to be and kind of crash their trick-or-treating for a little bit. All right. Cool. Um, well, hey, enjoy, check him out. enjoy B's favorite holiday. We're going to bring him in. Awesome. Sounds good. Thanks All for right. having Thank me. Thank you so much, Sarit. See ya. All right. So as promised, I am now joined by Michael Versandi. Was this three weeks in a row? Yes, three weeks. You're becoming, you know, right. my, we're like uh, Butch and Sundance. That's it. That's it. You know, this is... Uh, Thelma and Louise. I, I know I'm not, you know, I'm not Chrissy, so I know, you know, I give yeah, up. Yeah, we've kind of, this is two weeks in a row now we told her to take a bet. What does she have to say about Halloween? I don't know. Nah, she probably nah. goes out to, like, college parties probably. or something. You know, yeah. we want to come at Halloween from a more adult perspective. Authentic, more authentic perspective, sure. Yeah. Now, you are, is this your favorite holiday, perhaps? Absolutely. Without question. Halloween, New Year's Eve, and then Fourth of July. Really? In, in that order, yeah. Well, New Year's Eve is my birthday, so... Make the case for Halloween as the best holiday. Do you want me to make the case, or do you want me to give you a little background first why I think it is? Oh, there's a story here. Oh, I got a good story. Okay. You want to hear it? Yeah. Okay. Um, so before I got into doing this, I was actually working in special effects. That's how I started out. I, uh, I went to school for it. When kids were like growing up and they wanted to be like a baseball player or astronaut, I wanted to be like the wolf man. Like that, that was legitimately... Like, I loved, I grew up on horror movies. Okay. And um, I started working in special effects. In fact, the first movie I ever worked on was Ace Ventura Pet Detective in Miami. Really? Yeah. And um, Laces out? I was was just like a lowly PA on that. I didn't get paid for it or anything, but it led to other opportunities. And then I moved to, I was living in Fort Lauderdale. I moved to Pittsburgh, where I actually got to study with some of the people, like the big names in, in that genre of movie making. Like... Um, I worked directly with George Romero, who was the director of Night of the Living Dead and Day of the Dead and all of that. Wow. Uh, yeah, so I, I spent a lot of time doing that. And I did it because I loved movie makeup. I loved prosthetics. I loved just the whole, you know, the whole part and parcel. Um, so for me, Halloween was always just, that was my day. That was my day to, like, you know, put on the big costumes and the makeup and, you know, spend hours applying, you know, different you know, hair for Wolfman costumes or uh, just you name it. So I, I always went all out for Halloween. You never always. cease to amaze me. You're an interesting <laughs> dude. And you have a lot, <laughs> lot of interest, a lot going on, man. I don't know. Like, I just don't know how you do it all. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I, I start, I, 
honest to God, I started in special effects, and then I actually worked uh, very briefly, very, very briefly. I was working with a couple of pyrotechnicians, and those guys are just out of their mind. So um, I just I came to a point where I didn't want to move to California, uh, and that's where the business was yeah. at the time. And I uh, came back to New York, and I started working in advertising, and that's how I kind of segued into doing this. Yeah. Um, so favorite Halloween costume? My favorite that for me that ever that done for yourself or you know or worn. Maybe it's when you were a kid and you didn't necessarily make it yourself or anything. But what's your favorite? <laughs> All right. Um, do you remember the old Ben Cooper Halloween costumes? They would come in a box with a cellophane front, and it would be a plastic mask and like a plastic, almost like jumpsuit. Yeah, I like mean, old, that's that's like, like old, when we were kids. Right, when we were kids. Like, Jerry Seinfeld has the joke that, like, the strap lasts yes, for about 10 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> so when I was a kid, my favorite Ben Cooper costume was Gene Simmons from Kiss. I had it. Oh, and I, and I, so I, it was like a... It was the mask? It wasn't even a makeup. It no, was no, no. No, it was, it was a plastic mask with, oh, with my God. like, really cheap hair on it and, like, a plastic jumpsuit. I think it just said Kiss on it or did something like that. Did you have like a that. Paul Stanley, or did you just go by yourself? My, <laughs> my brother used to go as Peter Chris, and the joke was, like, that even Peter Chris didn't want to be Peter Chris. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but I was that, like, three years in a row, and then uh, as I got older and I started to sort of make my own costumes, um, I have uh, one year, I was in high school, and I did this, uh, this really elaborate, uh, devil costume with a lot of makeup um, and these uh, bat wings that worked on. And this is long before you could buy any of this stuff. Like now, you could buy this entire costume, but this was all just like latex and costume, uh, latex and cop cotton and uh, grease paint. And um, you know, I made the horns out of plastic, and I made these bat wings that were on this sort of like suspension rig that, like, I would tug on this little chain, mm -hmm. and they would sort of flip out. You yeah. know, they would like unfold. Um, and it was really clunky and really heavy and really awkward. But at the time, <laughs> nobody was doing anything like that. And I wasn't. This was in high school. And then um, after that, I think my favorite costume was I did a Beetlejuice costume that was like just not to toot my own horn, but it was it was really 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 good. I mean, because I had I created the whole thing from scratch. To um, be clear, the Michael Keaton Be Beetlejuice, not the Howard Stern Beetlejuice. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was the Michael Keaton Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah, and it was, uh, and those are my favorites. Yeah, cool, man. Um, I, you know, I had kind of the opposite effect with Halloween. Feeling as a kid was, um, I actually wrote a column about this for the News Review, and it probably ran in the Suffolk Times as well, eight or nine years ago. Where I went to Saint Isidore in Riverhead, and for Halloween they had a little parade at the school, and I was in kindergarten, and my mom uh, dressed me. My mom was a teacher there. And she dressed me, this is like around 84, and she dressed me as an archangel. Okay. And I had like the wings, and I had like the tights on, <laughs> and you know, it was like, you know. Is that where your love of tights came in? I remember like, we, I remember, like, you know, at the time, obviously I recognized that, you know, this was not the right thinking, but at the time I was like, wait, we're shopping in the girls' section <laughs> like for my costume? You know, it really bugged me out as a five-year-old. Um, you know, and um, so I'm, I'm, I'm so self-conscious about it. I go to school, I'm like, I don't want to be in this costume. You know, and I think my mom's thinking was like, oh, it's a Catholic school, like, you know, a religious theme. Sure, sure. I show up, you know, there's the cop, the fireman, the G.I. Joe. And, and you're I wearing ladies' tights. And I got the wing and, and ladies' tights on. 
But the worst part of it was my mom taught there. She was like the fourth grade teacher. Oh. And she was Mr. T. And it was the coolest costume ever. Your mom dressed as Mr. Yeah. T. And then... And she put you in an angel costume. Yeah, and my mom had like a Mr. T, like the bald cap with the Mr. T mohawk. Wow. Totally legit, like the denim vest. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it, you know, it's funny. I mean, I, I probably got about 10 years on you. So um, me growing up and doing Halloween is completely like it's a whole nother world from what kids do today. And I'm not saying it's better or worse. Um, obviously, it's a different world out there. But uh, it was a free for all when I was a kid. But it was all t- everything was in good fun. Like there was no, you know, there was no danger. There was no like you didn't have to worry about like the whole thing about you know, uh, getting bad candy or something like that. Like, we recognized it and we were cognizant of it, but it never, ever, ever happened. I mean, you know, we went out unsupervised. You know, I was... Totally. And it was it was just also just one day. This is what I was talking about with Saria. It was like, you went to school and then you had Halloween. Right. And now it's like, safe Halloween, the parades. Exactly. Stuff. Speaking of which... Yep. You are participating in... You got something going on, some <laughs> kind of science experiment in the back corner of the building... What's going on with you and this Halloween fest? Uh, so, Riverhead has their annual Halloween fest um, every, and every year it's getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, so this year, um, I decided to get involved with it, you know, in any capacity that I could because I just obviously love Halloween, and um, I kind of, I'll be honest with you, I bit off a little bit more than I could chew. <laughs> uh, I, I, I signed up for literally everything. Uh, so yeah, we're building the coffin for the coffin races. Mm-hmm. Um, and still uh, looking for a team member. Yeah, for we're, we we st- yeah. Team. So if anybody out there wants to join our team, we need one more runner. Uh, you could it's re- not going to be me. Nobody wants to watch me run, <laughs> or you know, you you can you could reach me here at a, uh, but yeah. Um, and then we decorate they they decorate all the lampposts on on Main Street in Riverhead. And um, so I got my creation that I'm building in the back, and uh, I'm not going to. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but right. knock on wood, when it's up, you'll know which one it is. It it's, like it, it'll be the big one. There was some kind of hands. Yeah, thing, it's got like creepy looking fingers it's, involved. It's got long reaching arms and fingers, and right. it's going to. Yeah, have, don't give it away. Yeah, yeah, you'll, but, uh, people, people will look for it. Yeah, but let's, yeah. Hey, maybe we can recruit somebody to be on the North Forker team. That would be great. That would be great. Give your email, <laughs> your work email. Let somebody email, <laughs> be a part of the team. Let's get a reader on the team. All right, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Um, it's M versus Andy at Times Review. Um, yeah, send me an email. We could really uh, we could really use your help. If you're a good runner, even better. Um, our theme is mummies, so you're going to have to dress up as a mummy, but don't worry. We got the costume taken care of. Uh, if you want to help build out the the coffin as well, drop me a line, and uh, we'll set you up because we right. could as much help as we can get. That's M-V-E-R-S-A-N-D-I. That's it. At timesview.com. Join the North Forker team. Let's get a reader representative on there. Yep. Uh, preferably someone with a Olympic track history. <laughs> or, you know, maybe somebody else can go in the coffin, somebody really tiny who wants to be a part of the yeah, team. Yeah, um, But uh, thank you, Michael. Thank you. Good luck with uh, your favorite holiday. All right. Well, thanks I'm a sure lot. sure we'll have you on here again soon. All right, so that's it for this week's episode of North Forker Presents On. I'm Grant Parpan. Thank you to my guests this week, Saria Torres and Michael Versandi. Uh, don't forget to follow us on iTunes and SoundCloud and to check us out every Tuesday morning on northforker.com. Don't forget also to check out North Forker TV, which is now streaming. You can find that at the top of the website. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next week.